Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Career Retrospectives right here in the Superview Shop. I am joined by my two good men, Mike and Kyle. Hey guys. What's going on, guys? So, as many of you may or may not know, Ozzy Osbourne just released a new album, and we're going to discuss it right here, right now. So, let's get into our overall initial impressions of patient number nine let's start with mike for a change feeling hey all right once again i am feeling my cards with power listen to full albums of it on odd mic mike i don't know if it's just on my end but seem to be having some audio issues Ooh. am i i am yeah sound sounded like you were like underwater and it was weird. oh just for a split second now, now it's good yeah okay you can hear me now okay yeah am i am i coming up? Oh, oh. Uh, when you go it's where when you go to where you just went the audio cuts out really yes can you you're, still, you're good can, okay hold on let me try something i want to see if i can all right, let me pull my headphones out. Maybe that's something. Can you hear me now? Yep, gotcha. Perfect. All right. Okay. Anyway, uh, let me restart. Uh, sorry for the technical folks. Um, so anyway, I have really been bad with listening to the entire discography of the legends, the Ozzy Osbournes, the you know, the Led Zeppelin, the you know, all these kinds of groups that a lot of people have listened to the full albums of. I've been like the greatest hits guy, and you know, Black Side with Ozzy has been no different for me. And yeah, I'm a little ashamed to say that. I'm a little ashamed, so no judgment. But um, coming into this album, all I had to go on was Ozzy's kind of previous like um, greatest hits, and um, not really understand the flow of the of the albums that he has and the, the themes and and um this i was actually very happy with this album um you know uh i was uh very surprised at the consistency um you know and that uh basically i mean just how is this guy doing this how is he able to perform at such a level and um you know i did notice there's some studio tricks uh, on a couple songs um you know obviously the guy's 74 i think 74 75 and uh, if you have if you didn't watch the super bowl uh halftime for regular football show you they barely they had to prop him up like just to keep him going through the whole set he didn't move once and he's holding on to the mic stand like it's a freaking uh you know like it's uh hole like it's cemented into the ground you know it doesn't move so um that but i understand it um but i mean overall my first takes with the album were just like I was just very, very uh, surprised at how um, just high quality, good, consistent um, that this album was. And I mean, straight across the board, um, I wasn't uh, disappointed in any shape of the you know word or um, at any of the songs that were on it. So, yeah, it's just like my first takes on it. All right, Kyle, you're up. I, I'm in pretty much a complete agreement with Mike on this this actually really blew my expectations out of the water mainly because i didn't think he'd be able to top his last album uh, i thought ordinary man was a incredible album i thought it would have been honestly the perfect album for him to go out on 
you know, lyrically, that's kind of like what that album had going on was like very retrospective, very like looking back, introspective lyrics. And this came along and when it, when this was first announced, I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. And then I heard the full album and it just blew me away. Everything about it. Uh, minus, I think this whole thing, there were only two songs I didn't like, but we'll get to that. And one can't really count too much, but this really has classic Ozzy all over it. Like Mike said, there's definitely noticeable filters on his voice in quite a few places here. But again, the man's in his mid seventies, astounding that he's still sounding as good as he does. Each guitarist on here also adds a lot. There's a featured guitarist on featured iconic guitarist on almost every track. And each one really brings their own elements to the table. Just hearing Ozzy collaborating with Zach Wilde again is great. The Eric Clapton feature is great. And anyone that has listened, tuned into us before, you'll know I am not a fan at all of having albums featuring a lot of people. But oddly enough, it really works very surprisingly well on this one. It keeps it feeling fresh throughout the album. And I, I really loved this album. Ozzy really knows still how to write an excellent vocal melody that really sticks in your head. Need I say more, gentlemen? <laughs> I mean, uh, full disclosure, I, I am not. But I mean, Black Sabbath was one thing. His early solo career was another thing. Outside of what I think Kyle and I first talked about Ordinary Man back when it came out in like 2020. 2020 um, yeah. yeah, that was took me by surprise as well. So, all right, this is actually a pretty, really solid album overall. A couple features like Elton John was on one track and whatnot. But going into this, I was like, all right, coming off of that, I mean, you're right, though. It could have could have easily been his send off uh, from in 2020, but apparently he was not done and he decided to make another album. And, and you're right. Featuring is one thing. I'm not great if it doesn't. It doesn't. But in this case, I do agree with you guys, both of you. The featuring did work a lot in here. Eric Clapton um, and uh, Tony Iommi, like uh, plenty of other features on here that were just really that worked overall incredibly well, truthfully. And as a guy who's not like a not a huge Ozzy fan, like I like him, but like, I'm not like on the level like I I bleed Ozzy, you know, but like. This was a shock. I, I enjoyed the living hell out of this. Truthfully, I was like, wow, this was something. I mean, there, yeah, there's like a, a couple tracks in there, like I wasn't too big on either, but I gotta say, damn, <laughs> like if, if this is his send off, then so be it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just he, he knocked this one out of the park for me personally. I was kind of really thoroughly impressed by a lot of this stuff. Giving the ordinary, ordinary man was like what it was. I think he won up himself too. And we talked about this before we went on. Uh, live tonight he this is his first number one album across the board right yep first number one on the billboard which is a huge feat then he should go off from this one you know what i mean like as, as mike said here they're trying to prop him up on stage at this point with a, a i'm surprised you couldn't think of the word cane he just has a cane up there you know <laughs> but uh but i don't know but he the, the guy's a legend he has put out this release and obviously ordinary man as well but this one Really shined very well, and I, I was thoroughly entertained by the whole thing. Um, there was a couple tracks here and there, like, we, like we'll, we'll get into, but overall, solid record, big, big album overall for me personally. Any other, any other initial impressions, guys, or what? 
No, we can get into the just the review of it all. And you, I mean, JT, do you want to start for once, like to talk about the album, or do you want us to start? Uh, I guess I can start on this time. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll read off the track listing, and I, I'll share some. Uh, I'll share some of my favorite. Uh, a couple of tracks, title track, whatever. Uh, so I'll, I'll share some of my, my love of Ozzy here in a second. But let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it here for a sec. So, look, uh, patient number nine, featuring Jeff Beck. Immortal featuring Mike McCready of Pearl Jam. Parasite featuring Zach Wild. No Escape from Now featuring Tony Iommi. One of These Days featuring, featuring Eric Clapton, who I just saw, by the way. Uh, a Thousand Shades featuring Jeff Beck. Mr. Darkness featuring Zach Wild. Nothing Feels Right featuring Zach Wild. Evil Shuffle featuring Zach Wild. Degre- de- gre- I'm going to butcher that. Degration Rules. Sorry. Degradation. Degregation, sorry, I know it's gonna that. Degregation rules featuring Tony Omi, Dead and Gone, God Only Knows, and Dark Side Blues. Me personally, as many of you who have listened to us or watched us at any period of time, I love title tracks, except for the last one we just did with Megadeth. <laughs> like truthfully. Right, that was a bit of a shocker. But this patient number nine featuring Jeff Beck, what a kickoff, what a great song in general. Given that it's seven. And 21 seconds long. I don't care. I liked it a lot because you know I'm a title track guy. Um, my other standout tracks personally, I would actually say, truthfully, um, this is my personal taste. Uh, I did enjoy my immortal featuring Michael Mike McCready from Pearl Jam. I actually I liked that one a lot. Um, and the uh one of those days featuring Eric Clapton. I, you would think Eric Clapton working working with Ozzy Osbourne wouldn't work, but apparently it does. In a really nice way, and this from a guy who literally just saw Eric Clapton live a couple of nights ago at the, at the Garden. Great, um, but I love one of those days featuring Clapton and Patient Number Nine featuring Jeff Beck and Immortal featuring, featuring Mike McCready. Um, outside of those, like No Escape from Now, truthfully featuring Tony Omi was actually another takeaway for me too. Personally, those are my like top top tracks personally. Um, I I love. Uh, 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 we talked about like featuring and stuff like that featurings on an album in general i'm not that big on but the fact that the, the he i guess he went out of his way to find these to find the uh, to find these guys and said like we're gonna i'm gonna make an album this way i wonder if you can help me out with it it worked out in that favor in my in my eyes at least which i was blown away by truthfully um That's really all I have to say. I mean, outside of those four, those are my standout tracks, but the rest of the album is really good as well. Um, let's go down to Kyle. What are your, some of your standout tracks, actually? My standouts were my number one on the album, Evil Shuffle with Zach Wilde. I love the groove. It had amazing track. Uh, other than that, Patient Number 9. Songs over seven minutes does not feel its length at all. It you know, it actually goes places. It keeps it interesting throughout that song. Um, Immortal. I agree with you, JT. I really like that one. It has like the classic 80s guitar tone, classic Ozzy sound on that one. Has really, uh, really good energy. It's probably the closest to that old school, like 80s sound that they go on here. Um, then the other one, I also agree with you on one of these days or one of those days with Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clapton's always been, you know, one of my favorite guitarists. I love, uh, you know, his like blues centric playing style that plays more with like feel than just showing off shredding. Yeah. Uh, that's what I like a lot. I also really liked the lyrics on that one. They're really, you know, really relatable. 
everyone's just had those days either in our personal lives or just watching the news where you just feel like everything's hopeless and i think it's really good um really every other song though we're all either eights or nines in my book i thought this album as a whole was just really really solid all the way through until we get to the last three songs uh i do like god only knows that one is very good uh it continues that one reminded me that like the closest we got to anything from ordinary man it's another one like personal lyrics i think he's kind of going for that again not as good as what i feel was done on ordinary man still pretty good uh but dead and gone is the only real song on here that i don't care for it's not bad but it's not good it's just kind of there it's just kind of a filler song that could have taken it out and i don't think it would have made a difference at all uh then dark side blues what a bad way to end the album i'll say that i think it should have just ended right at god only knows I don't think we needed a little bluesy outro. It poor, like, I don't want to say it's poorly produced because it was intentionally, like, poorly produced. So I guess they hit the mark on that. It just didn't add anything. If anything, took away from the end of the album. Uh, I do want to point out, though, that there are a handful of songs on here that he co-wrote with uh, Taylor Hawkins. So rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. And they're all very good songs. Uh, also, the writer, the amount of writers on here really just goes to show still that Ozzy was never much of a music writer as he was more of, you know, lyricist and vocal melodies. But, you know, he does a fantastic job with that. Um, like I said earlier, every guitarist really brings their own signature sound here. I mean, Degradation Rules has such a heavy guitar riff and Tony Iommi just really continues to show that you don't have to play fast for something to be heavy. And that's what I really like about that. People tend to, you know, even now if people think like, oh, well, it's not fast. That means it's not heavy. It's not the case. That is a super heavy riff there. Um, yeah, no, that that's really my take. It's really great. Uh, I do like the other song, uh, Tony Iommi, uh, No Escape From Now. That actually did a complete 180 in my book because at first I really wasn't liking it. The first half of it, I was like, ah, I'm not really feeling this one. Then about halfway through, they completely change it up and take it from like a slow song to they like take the energy up and it really turned around for me. I ended up liking it quite a bit after that. So really solid album for me. Lyrically, it's pretty much what you'd expect from an Ozzy album. It's nothing crazy, nothing great, but it, you know, it's not bad, like we discussed uh, with Megadeth. Um, and the only other things I want to highlight is it does have some humor in it. I mean, we have at the end of Parasite, the I like worms line. Awesome. And then I think is the end of um, My Darkness. Uh, I forget what he says. Do you guys remember what he says at the end of that one? Yeah, he he calls everyone an asshole. Yeah, he says, yeah. Oh, yeah, he says, you, you don't, don't even, even know, know my, my name, name, asshole. Yes, yes. Hysterical. I love the humor in it. Uh, really, really, really good album. And it really stays interesting all the way throughout. Mike, talk nice. to me. Track listing, buddy. What do you got? 
Nice, nice. All right, so I'm going to divide myself up into three categories here. I'm going to go didn't like, uh, decent, but wasn't a great song, in my opinion. And then, I mean, just best of the album, uh, all nines or eights, depending on, uh, you know, um, you know, I wouldn't say there's any tens on this album for me personally, when it came to like, um, that kind of song that just, um, you know, it blows my mind, but to be fair, it's like a Ozzy album made today with like a whole bunch of people helping him, uh, kind of put it together. And like, um, that to me is amazing in itself. So it's not like something you can kind of go around saying, Oh, it's like, I want this masterpiece um, in like the, in the, in today's kind of um, atmosphere. It's, it's uh, this is, this is definitely a win because it's, that's a very hard thing to um, do. So yeah, we'll start off with didn't really like the songs. I mean, not horrible songs, but just didn't like compared to the other songs. And that would be um, immortal. Just wasn't a fan of that song. Um, kind of just, I, it does this kind of thing where it just stops and goes and stops and goes i i've never been a fan of songs where they don't flow and like they um it just kind of seemed very clunky um it almost kind of reminded me of a u2 song weirdly enough i don't know how that happened but um because it's the guy from pearl jim uh playing along with it but um yeah um so yeah and then um also degradation rules just wasn't a fan of that song um the lyrics were the most cringy thing i i actually was listening to it in the living room with my girlfriend and we both started laughing because i was reading the lyrics out loud and i i literally got secondhand embarrassment for ozzy talking about masturbation <laughs> um <laughs> and like i was just i was just like mommy please make the bad ozzy man stop talking about uh the pearls hitting the ceiling oh oh god all right um but uh let's go ahead and read a couple of uh, lyrics from this uh this part which my god i would by the time i was done i i was just um all right so uh let's see here uh twisted little fantasy gambling with tragedy and doom and doom addicted to debauchery staring at the ceiling in his room pulling on his memories uh he readies for the pearl to hit the sky the sky used up all his energy he wakes up with a twinkle in his eye master asphyxiation masturbation degradation rules up sticky little magazines um he locks the door okay ozzy stop all right i'm done all right i don't want to hear you a 74 year old man talk about masturbation anymore um so yeah for ultimately for me that's the uh, like the song was like all right but the, i couldn't just the lyrics were just killing me there yeah, um so yeah you put it like that <laughs> yeah it was very strange and like i was just like what what kind is this like uh talking to people about the evils of like masturbating and making it the ruler of your life i guess i guess and beating on your jewels oh god why am i reading more lyrics from this okay i'm done uh but anyway um yeah uh then we go into mid-level songs that i didn't hate um which was um just didn't hit me any anyway was um evil shuffle i know you love that one kyle and i actually appreciate what you're saying like it has that aussie feel where it's like um where he's talking and then the riffs come in and he's talking you know it's kind of almost reminds me of um some of his old black sabbath stuff but it just for some reason to me it just kind of lost my attention um uh and then alongside um yeah dead and gone 
and it was another head scratcher. It was like it just didn't bring much. And a thousand shades of uh darkness or a thousand shades. That one it was nice song, but it just never hit it home. Mm. Like it was just like here's a sad song, but there's no uh, nothing else. It just, just kind of did that and then like done and it felt a little incomplete in comparison to like my my darkness, which fantastic song has so many movements in it. It starts off with the sad thing, then it uh then it has a good chorus and then it hits like this kind of cool, like straight up classic Ozzy Black Sabbath kind of sounding kind of part. And then it comes back with like the the solo, then it comes back to the I mean it has such a good structure to it. And I mean that leads me into my top oh yeah another song that is my mid-level songs and I know once again guys I can finally be the enemy and the the villain within being the the person who praises this album and my one track that I didn't feel was on top was patient number nine. I know that sounds crazy mm. but I know unpopular opinion, but um, the the lyric, the vocals made me laugh. Like the, from the first time I heard it, the way he's kind of talking, like, and I can tell there's lots of auto tune on it, and kind of like, um, he's doing it to be a little creepy, like he's the patient locked up in this ward or something like that. And ultimately, um, the song was too long, and I felt like it just didn't really gripped me as the other ones and um also when it starts the song off it almost felt like it was a clip from like the grinch stole christmas like when he's like the crying like <laughs> like i want to go home mommy or something like that and um it was not a fan strange. of the overacted crying yes not a fan of it. it was very strange it was very strange and it, um there's a couple strange parts in it another part that reminds me of a jim carrey thing is when he says somebody stop me during uh no escape from now yeah. i was just like what the hell like it just felt like there was a couple of jim carrey moments on here that were uh maybe uh maybe he's sending a secret message to jim carrey i don't know um but um yeah ultimately though uh all of the people that came in on this did a great job of um i mean a lot once again one of my top favorite tracks and we're um is parasite parasite uh is right up there with um my darkness and um uh no escape from now has just a cool vibe same thing with kyle i was not sold on that song and then uh as i began to listen to it more and more i really got into the, the vibe of the song and just like it really kind of was like a cool thing to listen to while you're driving down a street like a dark street or even like listening to it with headphones on where you hear all the layers of sounds in the background either the, the high voice in the background or the the layers of sound were just fantastic and um nothing uh nothing feels right massive chorus that feels like something better than ozzy could come up with um which is if that makes any sense it feels like almost like he tapped into a part of his original uh you know um well, what's the word i'm looking for his creativity or his um just kind of uh consistency with bringing a vocal melody that just gets stuck in your head and uh, i was just like man this is better than i thought he had left <laughs> you know what i mean and uh i mean that is yeah just kind of like that's that's an amazing feeling just to be what listening to an album and go man I did not realize that the, you know, he could bring this kind of, uh, um, you know, just element to an album anymore. I thought it was just kind of like, uh, 
hey, I'm Ozzy, I'm here, here's the sound of my voice. And that brings me to the last track of the album, which Kyle has talked about, Dark Side Blues. What's interesting about this um, song is I'm not a huge fan of it. Also, it's not really a complete song, but I, I really honestly, truthfully believe that this song is merely to showcase how literal Ozzy's style of singing and his voice, you could take, you could go to any blues song in time erase the vocalists from that and overdub it with Ozzy's delivery. And you can see the origins of his style and where he developed, you know, using the blues kind of like, you know, like you could, you could overdub any blues song with Ozzy's voice and you could see where he gets his style from. And it almost was just like uh, demonstrating that to everybody where he, came from which i thought was really cool but like same thing with how i felt the same with kyle as i was just like eh, like take it or leave it it was more merely just to show everybody ozzy developed from like that blues kind of style that's where he he came from and that's where he's going to go out like with the with everyone understanding that maybe his new fans don't understand how he brings that blues sound so um yeah like i think that was a great demonstration especially to those new fans who were like i don't understand how why ozzy sings the way he does or where he got his ideas from and how he delivers his lines well there you go watch listen to that last song and you'll have your perfect example of of where ozzy got his uh origins from i think it would fit better in a different spot on the album like i think if it was like an interlude like halfway through i think it would work a lot better than as the closer like just having it close out the album just feels it something feels wrong about it like it doesn't feel like a cohesive ending like it doesn't feel like the album has concluded whereas i feel like if you ended it right after god only knows it's like all right great (laughs) ending there's like the big emotional send off to the album perfect we're done Mm -hmm. yeah i agree it could have been like the you know what it could have been like it could have been playing almost in the background like maybe even um diminished a little bit where you can just mm-hmm. kind of hear this playing and then you hear like footsteps and then you hear like a car starting up and then Ozzy's pulling up to you know like you know you hear the screeching tires and then it goes into the song like it could yeah. been it could have been someone listening to it in a car you know what I'm trying to say like yep. they're in their car listening to this um bluesy kind of song they start the car they drive and that and I'm sure it would make the track less of a uh a definitive track that has a track number and a name mm-hmm. and maybe that maybe ozzy was like they're all sitting at a table and he's drinking out of a goblet and he's sitting in his chair and they're like ozzy we really feel this song and he just like starts choking one of them he's like no it is not song number 13 <laughs> 13 is the lucky number you know what i mean and they're like okay ozzy okay it's 13 we'll leave the track in and he and you know maybe it was like a demand from him who knows i would love to be the fly on the wall but um you know, like you said, it could have been a, it could have been the song in the background, the beginning of another song. It could have led into another song. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Um, can I just take a minute and just acknowledge the fact that there's only like a maximum of five writers on each song? Can I like could we could we just yeah. applaud that for one second? It's Ozzy, it's Andrew Watt, and it's like two or three other people at most. All legendary writers too, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you have the ba- Rob Trollo from Metallica on the first mm. one, Duff McKagan from Guns and Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, he's on page nine. He's the drums on one of the writers on page number nine. What the name and Chris Cheney uh, from Jane's Addiction, which I, I'm just looking at it right now. Uh, but the one that surprised me the most, 
as far as writing goes, is Ryan Tedder of One Republic. I don't understand why hmm. that one <laughs> song, but like, yeah. So I, that know, record label, on the record label because, made it. No. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> me because I've never liked Ryan Tedder, and it's very rare that I'm a fan of a song that he's written on. Exactly. And I agree with Mike about that song, that A Thousand Shades, it's it's decent, but it's nothing special. It's definitely in like the mid to bottom tier of the album for me. So seeing that Ryan Tedder was a writer on it, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm just yeah, surprised. Yeah, kind of funny, says... though. Was, yeah, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, it was kind of funny if the record was like, look, guys, Ryan Tedder needs to be in on this, all right? So it's like that new kid that comes into the class and he's joining your group. You're like, he, look, look, let him come in and he's got to come up with some stuff. Like, you're like, all right, hey, how's it going, man? And he's just like, hey, guys, what's what's up? Uh, I'll, I'm re- I'll really, I'll just be quick. And I'll, okay, cool, but just like do it and get out. You know what I mean? Like, like the record labels telling us we have to do this, you know? <laughs> like, I doubt it would be that way, but that would be hilarious if it was just like some obligation that they had to fulfill, you know? And, that was and, a great uh, analogy, just saying. Like, the, new, the new kid classic. Can I, can, I, can I play with you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh the little, little kid, yeah. The brother and, and that wants to play. We, I feel like we've talked about it once before. He, he's the lead singer of One Republic. So, like, why yeah. is One Republic attached to Ozzy in any capacity? I have no idea, but. He's written a bunch of other songs too, like for other bands and stuff. He's mostly a songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one a huge fan too. I'm sure. Might be, just yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm sure he grabs a lot of influence from Ozzy. Absolutely. I've just never been a huge fan of his songwriting in general. Sure. I mean, maybe like the hooks or core. I don't know. It could be anything. I'm not a. I mean, I've listened to a lot of one Republic in my, in my past life, but I'm not like the biggest. I've grown out of it. Let's put it that way. So. Mm. Um. And I just one other thing too, as far as the featuring goes, as far as like the actual featuring of each artist, it worked really well. Like the Jeff Beck, Mike, Mike McCready of Pearl Jam, Tony Iommi, Eric Clapton, Zach Wild. These are I felt these actually worked. These features worked really well. I mean, I mean, I know we talked about it a little bit, but as far as musicianship goes, I mean, would you guys say that the features worked in in favor of the album or, or no? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, I mean, every, it seemed like almost empowered the CD to come like, uh, to come off and uh, be uh, even better. I mean, Eric Clapton, uh, his, um, you know, kind of uh, contribution to, um, what was it, Parasite? Um, Or no, uh, one of these days. You can just tell. Yeah, you can just tell. I mean, it was just one of those songs that he just uh, delivered the uh, kind of, the, the emotion to and then like you know you could hear every person's i mean uh contribution to it and it's just like uh, yeah really um it really puts ozzy back where he needs to be as someone who kind of um who uh adds the uh kind of um the style and the effects to the other kind of um the songwriting and yeah absolutely 100 percent um uh, I was actually happy to see so many um, great musicians. I mean, spreading solos. I mean, really elevated each song, the the authenticity of it all. And just um, it felt like um, something where everyone there wanted to be there and actually got their full chance to uh, demonstrate their um, their abilities versus like, hey, just come on in and just do this, what we've done for you, um, a.k.a. Jordy. But um, yeah, like basically, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely authentic, authentic feeling from them. 
had to sneak Jordy in there. Kyle, how would you say that the features, like, if they did in your way, I mean, you said that they did, as far as like helping out the musicianship of the album, as far as like the actual music, how do you think they worked? I mean, obviously they will like them overall, but what would you say, how would you say that the the actual featuring worked in favor of the, the music in general? I mean, would, would you say anything about that? Or Yeah, I'm in almost complete agreement with Mike. It, they really did elevate the album. Uh, the last album, Andrew Watt, he's a, he's a good guitar player. Uh, he played guitar on the last album, and I'm sure he did on some of these songs as well, if not in some capacity, every song. Um, he's a good guitar player, good songwriter. But with Ozzy, if it's not Randy Rhodes, it's got to be Zach Wild. We're talking Ozzy solo stuff. Love to see Zach Wild back. But really what I loved is every one of these musicians brought their feel to it. He didn't just get a bunch of just guitar shredders together. He got a bunch of people that have distinctive guitar playing styles that you can listen to and hear. Like you hear Zach Wilde playing, you're like, oh, that's Zach Wilde. You hear Tony Iommi play, same thing. You know who it is. Same thing with Clapton. Even same thing with Jeff Beck, Mike and Creed. They're all great. So they all really did bring something to it. To the point where when it got to the end of the album, those last two real tracks, I actually kind of found myself missing. Like, I kind of wish someone was thrown on here as a feature, which is very rare for me on an album. Usually I'm not a fan of features because usually it just sounds like the feature as it used in today's music. It feels like people just write something and they get insert X rapper or singer here to lay down a verse that they don't really care about. This doesn't feel like that though. This feels like people that were passionate about what they were doing. And it just adds variety to the album. Like if we had every album, let's say with Zach or every song in the album with Zach Wild, it would, it probably would have gotten a little stale in its hour long runtime. Cause it is a pretty long album for only being 13 tracks. Yeah. But because it changes up so often, you don't really feel that length. It really does go by pretty quick and stays entertaining throughout. And I just think it really speaks volumes that my least favorite song or songs were the ones that don't have someone featured on them. So I don't know if those were like afterthoughts that they just kind of threw together and threw on there at the end. I don't know. But I think that the features really did benefit this album quite a bit. I wanted just to bring that up because I know we always talk about like, like our overall take on stuff, but we, we never really like touch on like the actual musicianship to some extent, which I figured, and I figured this would be good to discuss like, you know, featuring Mike McCready, featuring Jeff Beck, featuring Zach. Well, I think that'd be, this would be, that would be a good time to bring up something like that. I think, I think that's something we could do more of in the future too, but I think just for this album in particular, it worked out well. So definitely. Um, any other concluding thoughts, any other comments, questions, concerns moving forward for Ozzy at all or, <laughs> Um, or are we are we all set to wrap up this uh show? Yeah, so I mean for me, if this is the last album Ozzy puts out, I'll be happy. I said that with Ordinary Man too, but who knows? Maybe in a couple of years, if he's not done, I'll be saying the same thing about another album. But I, I'd be satisfied with this. I think this is great. I can't name many people in their mid-70s that are putting out music this good still. Um, you know, I go way back with 
Ozzy, Ozzy and Black Sabbath were, you know, some of the first music I listened to as a kid. Uh, Ozzy actually being the first CD, one of his greatest hits, one being one of the first CDs I ever owned. So I go way back with Ozzy. Um, I would actually put this album pretty high up there in his discography as, you know, a cohesive album. Uh, definitely way better than some of his mid-career stuff. Uh, overall, really, really good. There are a couple of things I wish were a little bit better in it. But for me, my final rating on this, I give it a, a solid 4.25. Awesome. Mike, what's your rating and what do you got? Um, you know, it's funny. I uh I was kind of battling between two numbers and um I was kind of uh I was at a lower number when I first listened to it, and then as they uh, the more listens it, the more it went up. Um I kind of wish he had done something cooler with the patient number nine theme, like I feel like the patient number nine was there, but like it like I, it would have been cool to have all the songs kind of uh, accompany that that name to kind of show this inmate maybe who's like um, going insane and whatever. And maybe that's that is what he was going for. But it like, you know, like we were like Kyle and I were talking about, like the sound of like that um, dark side and blues playing in a car as someone starts it up and like have like interludes showing like um you know like the scene the part with patient number nine where he's like no i know i don't want to go i want to go home mommy and stuff like that like that could have been cool like uh spaced out through the cd to kind of have this in the mind of this uh of this patient number nine and like to name the album after that song but then have none of the other songs kind of i don't know maybe like fit into it it, it kind of feels like hey let's just name it this because this is the single like cool like you know but i i would have liked a little more of a um theme to go along with it but i i mean i loved every song on it I just felt like a missed opportunity sure um so um for my final rating um i was definitely gonna have to give it a solid four out of five um i, I was uh, sitting at like a, a 3.8 or like uh um and kept kind of going between almost a 3.5 3.8 but then um i bumped it up because i just uh the songs that were great were just great and the songs that weren't great were still better than other people's bad songs you know what i mean like it's almost like like yeah yeah like, listen to oh, i'm God. with you mike 100 percent. where at first when i listened to the album the first listener i was like yeah it's good it wasn't anything special but the more i listened to it the higher and higher it got so i got on like my third or fourth listen i was like i really like this album and uh yeah that just had to throw that in there because it's definitely i don't want to say it's like a grower because it's definitely good from the get-go mm. but yeah i mean you're 100 right even the songs that aren't great are way better than what most people could put out right, right. exactly and that's it's kind of cool that that can happen with a guy who's kind of his age and you know like it's good that he ozzy's brought his friends along his puppeteers you know uh definitely like uh they <laughs> they've come along and they've kind of you know carried them on their backs when it comes to like the the guitar and the mm -hmm. the um the grooves and uh and uh, some of the emotions of the guitars and the and the vibes but he's brought the like true kind of like um ozzy touch 
that like really seals the deal. And, um, you know, if it were an Ozzy singing, if you were just to have these songs and take Ozzy's voice off and put in some other singer, and I don't know who you guys would all kind of throw in that role. It'd be interesting to see who you pick, but like, you know, any, any singer who has a distinctive enough voice that, um, you know who it is, it's just, you know, it wasn't Ozzy. It definitely wouldn't serve the album as much to have that missing from it. It would definitely be a gaping hole. And that's important because it's not just these guys who make Ozzy great. It's 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 the piece of the puzzle that needs to be there in order to complete the other side or you won't know what you're listening to or you're, what you're looking at picture wise. So, um, yeah, four out of five. And that's a hard that's a very hard rating for me because I'm I am an, a notorious hard critic on albums. You know, you all know Mike's yes, the villain. Is. Yeah. I mean, uh, send hate mail to 30. Never mind. Yeah. No. But um, yeah, I, don't like, know if I, I heard you give a score that high, Mike. I know that's that's a high score, you know, and I, uh, you know, uh, I do know why, uh, you know, certain people rate it like between these. So like 3.8 to 4 uh, would be like my rating. But like, honestly, um, uh, I'm going to return to these songs. And I think that's ultimately how I determine if an album is uh, good or not. If I'm going to return to these the songs and actually listen to them again. And um, I have certain albums in my car that I listen to on the way to work that are uh, again and again and again because I like those songs. And um, I could see myself listening to those songs again and again um, just because they've become kind of, uh, you know, they've kind of become like a... Uh, uh, an important example of an aging artist who can continue to um, put out music that gives you a feeling, you know. So that's 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 something that a lot of people uh, accomplish at this stage. So, yeah. where I sit with it, the Prince of Darkness has delivered, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the Prince of yes. Darkness has delivered. Oh man. <laughs> uh, um. As I said from the beginning, I I am not like, I, but, but no stretch to imagine. I huge. I I like Ozzy quite a bit, but this album, you know what? I'm gonna be totally upfront with you guys. This is solid four out of five for me as well. This is a stone cold. I would I, I would go back to some of these songs on any given basis, truthfully. Like maybe if not the whole album at some point, in like a year or two. It is mm. that good of a listen. It was that fun. I mean. Fun might mean I might not be the best word to describe it, but I I had just I really was in thoroughly impressed, surprised, all the above. I love this album quite a bit. Four to five for me. Need I say more from the Prince of Dark? <laughs> there it is, man. There it is. I was hoping you'd say three point nine so you could be the villain this time. We have a stalemate. <laughs> Nobody is the villain. I mean, do you want and me to say it? It's up to you. No, man. no, it's too late. You can't change it's your too late. Right. <laughs> three, three point nine nine out of five. 3.666. Repeating. What? Repeating. Repeating. Oh my god. Uh, but bottom line, guys, but all around, we loved this album quite a bit. Um, and it took me by surprise in general. What do you have to say about this? Please sound off in the comment section below. If you like what you've seen here, <laughs> Mike is killing me. Here. Just, <laughs> I'm hanging out with my boy. Ozzy. He, up, it bro? looks like he's about to bite your finger off. I'm not sure what's happening back there. It's like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. That's okay. 
And it's like, and Kyle's just like patting Ozzy's head in the background. I'm just kind of patting his head a little bit. There you go. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but ultimately, guys, what do you think about this? Jump down in the comment section. We'll share your thoughts on Ozzy Osbourne's patient number nine. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of Career Retrospectives. So for all of us here, stay safe and take care.